Welcome to the Acupuncture Marketing School podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Grassick, and I'm here to help you get visible in your community, take marketing action with confidence, and get more patience in your practice and more money in your pocket every week. We both know you're a talented, passionate acupuncturist and that acupuncture has the power to change lives. So let's dive right into this episode and talk about how you can reach more patients. Welcome back. In this episode, we are going to talk about some pretty unsexy concepts that get a bad reputation for being boring or not that useful, and they are target market and ideal patient avatar, because in fact, they are so important that I wanted to dedicate an entire episode to them. And the reason that I have been thinking of these concepts is that in the previous episode, I gave you three tips that you can put into practice this week to improve the effectiveness of your marketing. And tip number two was to take a look at your website and evaluate the message on your landing page or your homepage and just make sure that it actually speaks to your target market or your ideal patient avatar. And in order to do this, you actually have to know both of these things, target market and your ideal patient avatar, pretty well. And by the way, I'm just going to call the ideal patient avatar the IPA at this point. Save myself some words. Why do target market and ideal patient avatar matter for your marketing? Why am I always telling people to get clear on them and saying it will help make your marketing more efficient? The idea here is that once you have defined both of these things for your clinic, you can use it to direct all of your marketing. It helps you create marketing that provides clarity to your audience, helps them understand if they're a good fit for you, and gives them direction and next steps. It also helps you define sort of like your speaking voice so that you can create messaging that speaks directly to your IPA. Again, it determines the direction of all of your marketing, including you know, the tone of voice that you might use, the images you would choose, all of the messaging that you share across all of your marketing. So not just on your website, but on your social media, in your brochures, if you were to give an interview uh, with the local newspaper, for example, et cetera, et cetera. And this makes your marketing more effective because you want to say the things that get the attention of your ideal patients and help them understand, oh, that's exactly why I need acupuncture. That's exactly why it is worth the investment of my time and my money to get a series of acupuncture treatments and really give it a try. Overall, the better you speak to your target market and your IPA in your marketing, the less work you'll have to do in the long run. It makes your marketing work harder for you because of that clarity and direction that it's providing for people. There's a really common adage in marketing that says, if you're speaking to everyone, you're not speaking to anyone. So this basically means that a vague, watered-down message doesn't get the attention of any particular person. Instead, it sort of leaves everybody who hears it wondering, does that apply to me? Or maybe it's so vague and broad that it didn't even register with them. They didn't even hear your message. But when you get specific, what happens is that the people you are speaking directly to, it resonates with them. It perks up their ears. It makes them say to themselves, that sounds 
like exactly something I would say, or that sounds like what I need, or I'm always complaining about this to so-and-so, it's like they're reading my mind. That really grabs people's attention, but it has to be specific. So another way to phrase this, and my friend Rachel Kurzip is an amazing copywriter in Australia, and she always uses this phrase, I'd rather be someone's pina colada than everyone's cup of tea, right? So this reflects what we were just talking about, that if you're everyone's cup of tea, it's maybe a little bit too bland for anybody to care or be interested. It's not speaking specifically to them. Whereas some people really, really love pina coladas and they would be super interested. It would perk them right up. Here's what I see all the time on people's websites. And I have done this myself in the past is we just make a list of all of the things that the World Health Organization recommends acupuncture for. And we put it on our website and it's like 25 or 30 things that is confusing to people. They might see their symptom and still be like, right, but does that apply to me? They're just not sure. So when you get specific, it makes people take action with a much higher frequency than just blasting out that really vague message, trying to reach everyone at once. The definition of your target market is a big picture description of a group of people that you want to become your patient. So generally, target market is pretty broad. Usually people are just listing demographics. The magic really comes in when you go a step further and you define your ideal patient avatar or your IPA. So this is a detailed, nitty-gritty description of a single individual who fits within your target market. This describes either your real favorite patient. Perhaps you have a real patient already who is ideal. You know, they take your advice. They never miss a treatment. They are interested in Chinese medicine. You're treating them for conditions that you enjoy treating. They always feel better, right? So this could be a real person or it could be an imagined person, someone that you sort of dream up and that you think would be ideal in your practice. Or it could be some amalgamation of both. Now, typically most people will uh, go broad first and define their target market, right? So they'll kind of outline the, the big demographics and then they'll define their ideal patient avatar specifically who fits into their larger target market. But if you are having a hard time with this and you already have an image of your perfect patient in your mind, you can work backwards. So in that case, define this magical ideal patient in detail and then sort of extrapolate their features backwards to define your target market. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. Now, I'll often get the question, can I have more than one ideal patient avatar or more than one target market? Absolutely. And there are ways to implement this effectively on your website and in, you know, your various digital marketing. But for the sake of today's conversation, especially if this is, you know, your first deep dive into these concepts, I recommend just starting with one and then you can sort of branch out and create others if you'd like. I wouldn't go crazy and create like six IPAs, but two or even perhaps three, I think is doable. For now, we're keeping it simple. Let's talk a little bit more about defining your IPA and getting nitty gritty. Okay. So again, this is the most perfect patient you can imagine for your practice. And if you had 40 of this person each week, 
you'd be a happy camper. So let's say your ideal patient is Alex. And if you had 40 people or a full schedule and everybody was just like Alex, you'd be thrilled. That's what you're going for. Think about things like, what does this person like to eat? What do they like to read? Where do they shop? How do they spend their extra income? Do they have pets? What are their names? What magazines do they read? How do they like to exercise? What charities do they donate to? Do they spend time outdoors? What kind of coffee do they drink? The goal here is that you want to make your IPA feel like a real person to you so that you can speak directly to them every time you are writing any kind of marketing. And here's a really big tip for actually putting this, all of this, into action, making it applicable in your real-life marketing. Because what happens so often with my students is that they define their target market and their IPA, and then they feel like they don't really, they still don't know what to say to get that person's attention, to have their messaging actually reflect what their IPA needs. So think of it this way. You've defined your IPA. They feel like a real person to you. You've gotten really nitty gritty. You've given them a name. Imagine what questions, what are the FAQs that that person might have for you about acupuncture for specific conditions? And then I want you to, and just do this stream of consciousness, okay? You can just turn on the memo app or the the voice memo app on your phone and record. How would you answer this person's questions about, we'll say, acupuncture for digestion or acupuncture for knee pain due to running? If this IPA was sitting in front of you in clinic, right? So we're not trying to sound super formal or professional. We're not trying to like write in any special way because it's marketing. All we're doing is saying, okay, if Alex was sitting in front of me and she asked about nutrition for fertility, how would I answer her? And just answer the question, stream of consciousness. So using that approach is really, really helpful for writing, marketing, or website copy or text that resonates with your IPA because you are literally thinking about them while you're writing it and thinking about how can I say this in a way that makes sense to them and is going to motivate them to actually take my advice and put it into action when they go home. So it's very, very helpful. And of course, this takes some practice. I would say that one thing people really worry about with their IPA and applying it to their marketing is whether or not they're going to do it right. In fact, I'd like to talk about that a little bit more because it comes up pretty often. I've asked my marketing students, have you been avoiding either completing your target market exercises or actually putting them into practice in your marketing? And why is that? When the answer is yes, they say that they are either worried about defining their target market and their IPA incorrectly so that when they apply it in real life, it doesn't actually make their marketing more efficient or it doesn't bring in the kind of patients that they're looking for. And then the other concern is usually that they're worried about the specificity that is required to make this successful because they don't necessarily specialize and they worry about being too niche and they want to be a general practitioner. So let's talk about both of those. So if you are worried about applying your target market and your ideal patient avatar incorrectly and not getting the right results, I would say that, first of all, the most important thing to keep in mind is that you will get better with practice. And so you need to just apply whatever you have 
and then you can course correct as you move forward. I mentioned that my marketing mentor, Deb, always thought about marketing as an experiment. This takes off a ton of pressure, right? Everything we're doing is with the goal of collecting data so that we can do it better next time. We don't have to be perfect when we launch a new marketing plan or initiative. So if you've defined your target market in your IPA and you're worried like, ooh, is this going to work? Literally the only way to know is to apply it to your marketing and just see how it goes. And it might not be perfect the first time. That's okay. A lot of my students tell me that their IPA feels a little clunky, right? Doesn't actually feel like a real person to them yet. And that's fine. Okay. This is all about refinement over time. Apply your target market and your IPA and what you've learned from that. Apply it to your marketing. Apply it to your website. And then see how it goes and check in every six months or three months if you'd rather, right? If you're very motivated. And tweak. You are going to get to know your IPA better and better the more often you revisit these concepts and tweak and make little changes. So I recommend letting go of perfection Guys, I'm such a perfectionist. I know, I know how hard it is. Whatever you've got, put it into action and course correct from there. And then if you are worried that you're limiting yourself by niching down or getting too specific in your marketing message, remember that a more specific message simply makes your marketing more effective. Blasting out that broad, vague message isn't going to make anybody sit up and take notice. You're trying to appeal to everybody. And we talked about how that is just, it's not an efficient way to go about things. It is also very likely that even if you get specific on your website, you'll probably still see patients who are not your ideal patient avatar and they're not even within your target market. So something that happens all the time is patient referrals. Let's think about it this way. So let's say that you decide to focus on orthopedic acupuncture. So you are focusing on the weekend warriors, helping people get healthy so they can participate in the sports that they love, and you focus the landing page of your website on speaking to that person. And you help one of them heal his knee pain so that he can keep competing in like 5Ks. And then he has a friend who's like, well, I have some elbow pain and also some digestive issues. And I read acupuncture can help both of those. Uh, What do you think? And so your patient says, yeah, you should totally see my acupuncturist. His friend is going to come see you, even if they land on the homepage that says, you know, this is all about helping you recover from injury so that you can continue your athletic passions. They're not going to bounce when they see that because they have a referral from someone they trust. So that is a very warm touch point. They're not going to say, oh, you only do injury recovery for athletes and then try to search and find someone who specializes in digestion. They'd rather see you because they trust their friend. You're also going to get people who decide to come see you for things outside your target market just because you take their insurance or you're located close to their home or whatever it might be. So please don't worry too much about niching down or getting specific on your website and it reducing the number of patients who are actually interested in coming to see you because I think that is just really not what most people experience when they implement these concepts. I hope that this episode was really helpful for you in clarifying target market and ideal patient avatar. 
I hope that this discussion of target market and ideal patient avatar was really helpful for you today. I hope it clarified some things and also convinced you that it is worth the time and effort to put into action in your marketing and also helped relieve some of your fears about whether you're going to do it wrong or feel limited in the kind of patients that you see. It's always a pleasure being here talking about marketing with you. If you have any questions, feel free to email me, michelle at michellegrassick.com. I hope you'll take a look at some of the freebies on my website, michellegrassick.com, and I can't wait to speak with you next week.